Section two of Assist the Souls in Purgatory. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Assist the Souls in Purgatory by the Benedictine Sisters of Perpetual Adoration. Chapter two Motives for Assisting the Poor Souls. The Church has at all times taught that prayer for the dead is most salutary and she bases this tradition of faith upon divine revelation there are many motives which should impel us to assist the souls in purgatory catholic theologians enumerate three classes of such motives those relating to god those relating to the suffering souls and those relating to ourselves one motives relating to god if we truly love god we will prove our love by our eagerness to do whatever we know to be pleasing to him and by striving with all the means in our power to promote his honor and glory now it is the unanimous teaching of the doctors of the church that charity towards the poor souls is most pleasing to god saint thomas aquinas holds that mercy shown to the souls of the departed is more pleasing to god than that shown to the living st francis de sales says this one act mercy toward the poor souls comprises the thirteen others the spiritual and corporal the saint and doctor of the church cardinal bellarmine said in his sermons he who espouses the cause of the poor souls and is charitable toward them performs a far greater act than if had given a most generous alms to a poor person here on earth our divine saviour himself confirms this teaching to the venerable marie lataste he once said you can do nothing more pleasing to god than to aid the suffering souls and to saint gertrude he said every prayer howsoever poor it may be if said for the souls in purgatory is acceptable to me on account of the great desire i have for their release besides being an act highly pleasing to god charity towards the poor souls promotes god's honor and glory the chief purpose of the saints in all their actions was always to honor and glorify god likewise this should always be the principal object of the good works we offer for the dead our divine saviour taught us that our first petition to the heavenly father should be hallowed be thy name holy church has the same intention when in the gloria of the mass she prays we give thee thanks for thy great glory praising god is the principal occupation of the saints in heaven and if we ransom a soul from purgatory we help to people heaven with souls who praise god a pious monk was so affected by this thought that he exclaimed i invite all who are inflamed with the desire to see god glorified and who strive for the pure love of god to ponder this truth saint teresa and other saints have declared that they would gladly suffer all imaginable torments if thereby they could increase god's glory one degree what then ought not we to do and suffer in order to hasten the deliverance of the souls in purgatory 
since thereby god's glory is increased not for a moment only but for all eternity a fervent religious father john of st mary exclaimed in a transport of love oh that i could be banished to a wilderness or a prison all the days of my life and there do nothing else but gain indulgences for the suffering souls so as to conduct some of them to our divine saviour that they might love and praise him with all their power father faber says it is most fortunate to have someone in heaven who praises loves and glorifies god with us and for us and elsewhere he writes this devotion is an act of love toward the humanity of jesus christ because it exalts the wealth of his redemption it honors his merits and glorifies his blood two motives relating to the poor souls closely associated with the first and greatest commandment of the love of god is that second great commandment so tirelessly inculcated by our lord the love of our neighbor now if christian charity commands us to relieve our neighbors who are in corporal or spiritual distress how binding is the obligation it imposes upon us to assist the poor souls in purgatory the poorest of the poor these dear prisoners of divine justice as we have seen are utterly unable to help themselves their tears of contrition can no longer blot out their misdeeds they can no longer avail themselves of the sacraments or indulgences or other means of grace no longer can they atone for their faults by good works prayer fasting or alms deeds they are totally dependent upon our assistance our works of atonement in their behalf are their only hope of relief they cannot even make known to us their pitiable condition but must rely upon holy church to do so in their stead would not our hearts be harder than stone if we remained indifferent to their needs if we neglected to do all in our power to assist them ah surely the helpless condition of these poor sufferers merits our heartfelt compassion and our most generous charity souls especially entitled to our charity perhaps among the poor souls there are many who during life were near and dear to us souls who have special claims upon our gratitude and affection because of the many benefits they bestowed upon us during their life they no doubt consoled and encouraged us many times and perhaps we were the cause of their committing many of the faults for which they are now making atonement can we be so heartless as to abandon them to their excruciating pains without making any effort to help them shall we do nothing to hasten their union with god for whom they now long so ardently we must not too easily convince ourselves that our departed loved ones because of the virtuousness of their lives are already enjoying the bliss of heaven we know that the judgments of divine justice are rigorous and that nothing defiled can enter heaven after the death of his mother saint monica saint augustine wrote truly my mother lived in a way that by her living faith and the purity of her morals she glorified thy name o lord 
may i dare to declare that no word against thy commandments ever passed her lips but what is the holiest life if thou search it with holy justice therefore o lord i shall not speak of the good works of my mother but rather beg thee to forgive her sins hear me for the sake of the bleeding wounds of him who died on the cross for her and who sitting at thy right hand is our mediator grant that all thy servants my brothers and all who read these lines may remember thy servant monica and her husband patricius the filial duty imposed by the fourth commandment does not cease at death if during life parents need the support of their children how much greater is their need of succour when they languish in the torturing fires of purgatory and who has a greater claim upon their charity than a devoted sacrificial father who spared no pains in providing for our sustenance or a loving mother who suffered and sacrificed for us from the first moment of our existence shall our dear parents now be obliged to cry out from the flames of purgatory i have brought up children and exalted them but they have forgotten me parents on their part have a no less strict duty to pray for the souls of their deceased children sad to say however many parents neglect this duty they weep and lament with inconsolable grief when death robs them of a child yet they do not think of praying for the repose of the child's soul especially in the case of young children is this duty neglected as if all children entered heaven immediately after death and had no need of prayer let parents not neglect to pray for the souls of even young children who have attained the use of reason for only god knows the secrets of their hearts and his justice constrains them to punish every stain of sin likewise the bonds of affection which unite husband and wife brothers and sisters relatives and friends ought to be strengthened rather than severed by death though we are deprived of the visible presence of our loved ones our faith should be sufficiently strong to make us realize their dependence upon our charity in the prison-house of pain in which very likely they are detained nor let us forget the souls of religious suffering in purgatory their lives spent in prayer teaching or nursing claim the charity of our prayers at their death among the suffering souls there is furthermore a class which is too seldom recommended to the prayers of the faithful namely the souls of deceased priests this is regrettable indeed for the faithful can never sufficiently realize the many and great blessings for which they are indebted to priests from the cradle to the grave the priest is the dispenser of graces he is the comforter the helper and the adviser of souls our divine lord once said to venerable marie lataste my daughter pray much for my priests for they are prayed for entirely too little too often the faithful forget that it is their duty to pray for priests who are their fathers as regards their salvation the greater the dignity with which a person is invested 
the greater his responsibility and the more strict his judgment we read in the life of blessed francis of the blessed sacrament that the souls of two popes many bishops and a great number of priests appeared to her begging her assistance among all the suffering souls the souls of priests are dearest to the sacred heart of jesus and to mary therefore mercy shown to them is especially pleasing to god and those who aid the souls of departed priests may expect special graces young men in particular who are preparing for holy orders should practice great charity toward the souls of deceased priests they will thereby obtain special graces for their vocation mercy shown to them and to the other suffering souls will be the means of providing great and powerful friends in eternity parents also whose sons are preparing for the priesthood should be most charitable toward the souls of deceased priests thus they will obtain aid for their sons to become good priests worthy ministers of the altar three motives relating to ourselves st alphonsus liguori and st robert bellarmine are of the opinion that the poor souls may be invoked to be convinced of their intercessory power we need but read the numberless instances recorded of aid received through the poor souls one person for instance is delivered from the passion of gambling on account of his charity for the souls in purgatory another from drink a third from impure temptations and another obtains through the holy souls the grace of receiving the last sacraments etc because god loves the souls in purgatory so much and longs for their deliverance and because their sufferings are so dreadful he bestows special graces on those who come to their assistance it was revealed to a saintly person that god answers with exceptional promptness the prayers of those who in distress and misery have recourse to the suffering souls they receive graces for soul and body temporal favors which they could not have expected had they not been merciful to the poor souls saint catherine of bologna declared expressly that she had obtained more graces through the mediation of the poor souls in purgatory than through the intercession of the saints frequently she petitioned the saints in heaven for graces which were not granted but no sooner did she appeal to the poor souls than she obtained what she desired a devout person declared that when all her prayers and petitions for a certain grace had proved fruitless she turned to the souls in purgatory and her request was granted our lord himself appeared to saint catherine of siena and revealed to her that she had obtained hundreds of great graces through the intercession of the holy souls a certain poor soul said to blessed francis of the blessed sacrament we too recommend your needs to god whenever a person remembers us we all remember him before god and obtain graces for him especially the grace to serve god faithfully to avoid sin and to die a happy death saint bridget relates that she once heard many poor souls praying o god 
reward those who help us in our misery the blessed virgin herself recommends charity toward the souls in purgatory to her servants rev alphonse corsetti s j had been annoyed by violent temptations against holy chastity as he had vainly employed every means to banish them he took refuge in mary the blessed virgin appeared to him and admonished him to pray much for the poor souls he did so and was relieved let us then pray with confidence for the poor souls in all our necessities and we will soon experience that through them many great graces can be obtained thirty-three days devotion for the poor souls an efficacious means of obtaining favors from heaven is to assist at holy mass and to pray the way of the cross daily for thirty-three consecutive days for the poor souls many persons have by this means obtained favors which they did not receive even through the intercession of the saints end of section two recording by john brandon